Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Nakama Podcast. I'm your host, Sal, and I'm here with my co-host, Cruz. And we have a special guest today, buddy of ours named Adrian. Adrian, say something. Something. Hello. <laughs> uh, today, we're going to be talking about the uh, Virtual Crunchyroll Expo, the VCRX, that uh, took place over the weekend right now. Also, Adrian also goes by oh. Mr. Bitches. I hate you so. He's just trying to be humble. He doesn't like it when people call him Mr. Bitches. It's, yeah. you know, it's that thing of like, you know, if you're a millionaire, you don't want people to know. He just doesn't want all the, the, the DMs. But anyways, <laughs> going over the virtual Crunchyroll Expo that just happened. So, Cruz, what some of the things you saw? Uh, I mean, I saw a lot of like non-industry things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I my, my attention tended to float more towards like, I saw a uh, panel that was like a fan panel and it was just a dude showing how you cook all of the uh, food from Euro camp from uh, laid back camp. And that was like, as soon as I, as soon as I started watching that and I was like, wow, that reminded me of like how good the fucking food in that anime looked immediately. I texted everybody and I was like, we need to go do this. And then Vince was immediately like, just let me know what day it is. I'll ask for the days off. That sounds amazing. And so I was like, yes, got to do that. Cause that looks fucking good. And then I saw one that was, uh, how to get into gunpla, which, um, I mean, I used to do that shit when I was a kid. The, you know, like the Gundam models and stuff? Uh, it was like, oh, here's how you paint them and stuff. And okay, I thought you said Gunpla, and I'm like, you talking about guns, guns? No, like Gundam. Uh, um, and then uh, there was another one that was um, how to start, like, making your own, like, PVC figures and stuff. Yeah. And that was interesting because, like, they also did go over, like, modifying existing ones. Um, which I know there's like a there's a bit of a controversy in that community as to whether or not that's okay. Generally speaking, I think it's fine as long as you're not intending to resell it. Yeah. Like I, if you take like a like a Giorno Giovanna figure and then you paint it and then you try to pass it off as like a rare thing, then that's fucked up. But yeah, if you take yeah. one and you're like, I want to do some shit for me, put it up in that case over there. I don't see a problem with it. But there are people who like, even if it's personal collection shit, will be like, oh, you're not supposed to do that. It's a collectible. That's not how it's supposed to be used. When it's like, dude, it's my fucking money. I will chop the top of this off and mount it to the bottom of Sonic's legs and make it weird. I don't give a shit. Um, so, yeah, that was that was a pretty cool panel on, on that whole thing. Um, I did check out like a couple of the industry panels as well but before we get into that like what did you check out i checked out for fan stuff i think it was only the world built how to write good world building in anime and it was just a fan one also mm-hmm. the dude was just going over how to go over of course world building but how to write the characters how to write the characters without having the main characters there because he brought up yeah you know one piece hunter x hunter and he brought up this I think it's an anime or a movie that goes over creatures in world building. So you want creatures in your... If you're doing a fantasy thing, you know, you're going to, of course, run into goblins, fucking orcs. Giant rats. Yeah. Stuff like that. But if you want to make something, you know, creepier, he brought up, again, I don't know if this is an anime or a movie, but it's called Made in the Abyss. Made in Abyss. Yeah, Made in Abyss. Yeah. And I was, when he's showing little screenshots of it, I was like, oh, that's a weird looking monkey creature thing Mm -hmm. that was like in the lake so i was gonna go check that out but he was just going over stuff like if you're gonna make creatures have a direction to go with you know you're gonna try to make them creepy you're gonna not make them not look creepy one of the other fan things that i saw was the boxu yeah which we are not sponsored by and just going over how some of his candies get made Mm -hmm. it's uh 
in case you don't know what Boxu is, is a crate that you pay. It's like a subscription box. Yeah. I think it's like 45 bucks a month and you just get Japanese candy, authentic Japanese candy. And some of the stuff that he was going over was the red bean one. It was, this dude is like 70 years old and he's still working there. The owner. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. You're just like, yeah, I'm trying to get my son ready. So when I finally retire, he can do it. I mean, the average retirement <clears throat> age for a man is 73 right now. So yeah, he was 72. Oh yeah. No, he's, he's really got to yeah. gear up for that then. Yeah. His son was just like, yeah. I'm not, I'm good, but not as good as my dad. And his son was like 32. And the mom's like, yeah, we're trying to get him ready. So, you know, when his dad finally retires, he can take over. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's pretty cool. That is. Another company that they brought up. I did not write their names down for these companies, but it was another one that just start, not just started, but it started, I think, 30, 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. And they do Western style treats. I don't know what Westerns like Snickers. Like, no, not like um, not like Snickers, but like Rice Krispie treats. Anything west of them. So they were like, there was a weird croissant, but it didn't look like a croissant. It was like a churro almost, and it was just like, oh yeah, we make Western shit because you don't get that out here. And the mom, where was are just, they from? Japan. Oh, okay, so it's like the opposite of us. Yeah, they're like, we're gonna pick up this French fucking yeah. croissant and make it better because we're Japanese. Yeah, it's it's kind of like how we like will take fucking food from like Asia or whatever and then be like, hey, what if we made that palatable for like the general American populace? And they they just they grow everything themselves or not themselves, but they the, the small town that they're from, they get all the resources from them. So yeah. this company is not only making their own money but it's helping out their town so i thought it was pretty cool and the with the interview guy asked the the mom she's like what's your favorite thing she's like i fucking love this lava cake and she pulled out this big ass tray for a lava cake and it's like what the fuck whenever you go to the restaurant it's like a little thing but this this lady had like yeah she's made up, in like those little no, this, ramekins yeah no this lady had like a, a checkerboard that like a board game sized box for her Jesus. lava cake yeah, that one was pretty cool. And other than the official thing, I checked out slightly that DJ fucking Teddy Lloyd. Mm-hmm. I, at first, I was like, oh, God damn it, because they put him on because they were going to do the judges were going to go over the cosplayers. So it was really like, oh, fuck, now I got to wait for this thing because I was just waiting to see who was going to win. But surprisingly, this Teddy Lloyd guy was really good. I felt bad for him, though. Cause he was in a room like we're in now recording just him by himself with his little lights going on and he's doing the DJ suit and he had a laptop too. So, you know, he, he had to fucking pretend that he was performing in front of everyone. So you just see him dancing. Gotta give the guy props for dedication though. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. I'd be awkward sure. as shit. I would be like, no, I would just been lazy and throwing up like a little anime figure just to dance and just have her in there instead of me. But no, the dude was out there messing his little button things i don't know what the fuck he was doing because i'm not a dj but it was just so like goddamn his music was splicing any kind of music that anime does just in there because again the first one that he threw up was me 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 and i was like what the fuck and everyone in the chat was also like what the fuck is this me 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 so it was just really surprising to see that and i think he did bring up jojo because i remember seeing in the chat that people were like oh shit jojo yeah but again i was i'm like, assuming it's got to be Jorno's theme because that's like one of the most popular songs from... I mean, there are a couple popular songs from it, but 
that weren't already existing like 80s rock songs i think that's uh, probably the one that's the most likely yeah and they also brought up i know i think it was the chick whoever does the opening for the fate stay series i'm I recognized her voice was in there and they did bring up Hatsune, but then the the guy with the blue hair, I always forget his name, but one of her bandmates, mm-hmm. Vocaloids was in there. That's that, pretty neat. That was everything that I checked that was in official Crunchyroll panels. Okay. Uh, I mean, as far as like official, well, I guess not official Crunchyroll panels, but like industry panels. I do think the big thing that came out of this whole thing was the Shenmue anime. I don't know if that was the biggest thing, but that, that was, was one of the big things. It was surprising. That was like first day, right? Friday? No, it was Saturday. It was Saturday. Oh, okay. That's why I was like, I don't know if it was a big thing, but no, yeah, I was watching that when they were like, oh yeah, we're going to do a Shenmue anime. And they actually brought the director guy who made the games. And the, the question that made me laugh in his response was, how do you think Shenmue fans are going to react to the anime? And he gave the most bullshit answer Uh uh-huh which was well most of my fans are you know played it when 15 20 years ago so if you're a real Shenmue fan you're gonna be pleased it's kind of like if you're a real Shenmue fan you're gonna like it even if it sucks yeah so it's like you fucking asshole (laughs) so you don't even know how good is it gonna be because the game if uh, that's a game by the way a very divisive game series by the way yeah, you, oh, yeah. You, just, you play as a dude who's trying to avenge his dad's killer. His his oh, he's trying to avenge his dad, not his oh, dad's killer. Oh, yes. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> the, the guy that killed his dad, he's trying to beat up. Yes, and, and he spends three games walking. Yeah, but that's what to I heard. Find people to like. Isn't like the last part of the game just walking up a hill in real time? Wait for all of them, or just the third one? The third one. Uh, walking up the hill in real time. Uh, I think that's oh, wait, just no. like the first that's, half. That's no, 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 no. Uh, the end of I can't remember if it's the end of the I first one and second one. They walk up a mountain, but you're you, thinking of the second one. Second one, okay. Because you the have end. to. He's yeah. with the girl, and she's like, "All right, we got to go through this cave." Yeah, and it's literally just like you in real time walking for the length of time that it would take you as a regular human to probably climb up that mountain. And personal experience, what like an hour, hour thirty. Dude, forever. And it's just like calm music playing. But that shit was frustrating. That just sounds like fucking Metal Gear. Because remember, there's Metal Gear with the big ass fucking ladder. Mm-hmm. And then Metal Gear 4 also did it with um, the microwave mm-hmm. hallway. No, this is worse. Yeah. But going back to Shenmue, other than the, bit, the, the clear bitchiness of it is just, it's just a game where you play real life. Yeah. That, Actually, that's, that's the big that's draw. That's the game is... You got to cut some wood, go cut some wood. Like when they made the first one, right? Wasn't the whole thing that they checked out the weather for the time it was supposed to be? Yeah, because the games were made like in the late 90s, but they were set like in the late 80s. So something like that. Like for the in-game calendar, they actually went back to like weather records of the city it set in to put it into the game. That and I do remember, I think it was the second game you actually had to get a full-time job as a forklift driver in-game to progress the story. Uh, yeah, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, Shenmue is a game where if your mundane life isn't boring, then you're going to go play this. But I know some people like it, just like Animal Crossing. If you don't like doing shit for other people, then you won't like Animal Crossing because it's yeah. chores. You're doing chores. Yeah, they're just cute chores. Yeah. Whereas in Shenmue, they're not cute chores. 
the regular ones. It's you know how there's that complaint about how like oh the Lord of the Rings is just like three movies of walking and it takes nine hours and blah blah. Is no no really no 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 long? no. Shenmue is just three games of walking and occasionally playing a mini game. And there was a firestorm of controversy recently because after 19 years they finally did the part three. It didn't progress the story. No. It literally not, not took place like, wasn't it like, you've got to walk over to this dude. He'll teach you like two moves, be like, bring me some wine. Then you got to go fucking do like 15 things to get the goddamn yeah. wine, go back and then learn another move. You have to, you have to gamble a lot. Yeah. And then. I know there's like rooster fighting, right? The cock yes. fighting. Yeah. And it's just this thing where, like, you're constantly going back and forth for one guy, and then he teaches you some moves, and then you don't even go fight the dude. You're just like, oh, okay, I'm a little bit more prepared. Let's see you back in fucking part four. Part three took, like, 15 years. The fuck? Anyway, I'm a little I, bit mad about Shenmue. I'm curious to see where the show's going to go. I'm hoping... Well, not hoping. I'm just expecting it to be entertaining, whether it's good or bad. The thing is, the, the the parts of the show that interest me is it's not just a Crunchyroll original. It's in partnership with Adult Swim. And so I wonder how far that uh, collaboration is going to go. Like, is it just going to be like it's going to broadcast on Adult Swim and then go to Crunchyroll exclusively for streaming? What's the point of Adult Swim being involved in it? I know they're doing the Junji Ito thing. the um, Uzumaki. Uzumaki, yeah, but... I, I wasn't expecting them to start dipping into more anime stuff. So hopefully this anime fixes a lot of the issues that the actual games have. Because in most cases, you'd look at something and you'd be like, that was inter- like an adaptation. You think that was interesting. I'm going to check out the original. Checking out the original in this case is going to take you way too goddamn long. And the first two games control like a boat. So this might actually be an indication of like the anime being really the only thing you need to take in so long as it's good. It's a Shenmue anime coming from the guy who did One Punch Man in collaboration with Adult Swim, which still, again, one of the most interesting parts to me. I want to see what Adult Swim is. Like, I know this is a Crunchyroll expo thing. It's about them. I want to know what the fuck Adult Swim is doing because this is a second anime that they're like, yeah, we're helping produce it. And then haven't, like, given a roadmap or general idea of why the fuck they're doing it. Another big announcement was uh, talking about partners They're partnered with Sentai Filmworks now. Uh, What that means is that the fourth season of Food Wars, of Shokugeki no Soma, is only going to be on Crunchyroll. Previously, it was on Hulu, or rather not that season, but the previous seasons have been on Hulu, and I believe Funimation as well. But going forward, it's just going to be Crunchyroll. So if somebody's like a Food Wars fan, that Crunchyroll subscription is looking a little bit more necessary now if they don't already have it. But then beyond that, they are producing three anime that are coming to Crunchyroll exclusively for, you know, like as far as worldwide distribution goes, it's just going to be through Crunchyroll. And that is the first one is based on a manga called Descendants of a Bookworm. It's an isekai, which is uh, a story that basically takes place in another world. Think Alice in Wonderland. Um, But it's this girl who's trained to be a librarian. There's an earthquake. She gets crushed to death by a bunch of books and then wakes up in a world where she's like, a nine-year-old or something in a world where like there are no books and so she's got to be like ah big brain time gonna start making books or something but also i think that the whole get is that like the the powers that be in this world are not a big fan of like the people around like learning things i guess um it sounds weird but keep your eye out it might be good 
it it certainly doesn't immediately sound like crap to me. So I'm going to check that out. They're doing another one called Grand Belm. And that is another isekai that, you know, I know there are a lot of big Grand Belm fans out there. Um, but to me, it does just kind of sound like stuff we've already seen. So yeah, this, I, it's anime. Everything is. Been, yeah. I mean, like in general, if you're into isekai. Yeah. Everything you're probably going to like Yeah. And then World Trigger. Uh, that's Gate. If you've ever seen Gate, it's that. Um, basically, there's two worlds, ours and the neighboring world, full of monsters. A gate opens between them, and these neighbors, which is what they're actually called in the manga, come into our world, and so some dude has to, like, harness the the energy around him to attack and, and fight off these monsters, and it's Gate. Um, except instead of having M16s and, and, and shooting goblins, it's a teenager with, I think, superpowers killing monsters. So if you're into that sort of thing, look out for that. It Again, another one of those ones that doesn't immediately sound bad to me, but I'm going to have to check it out, see what it's like. The only thing that really interests me about this is Sentai Filmworks handles a lot of titles. I want to see if their partnership goes beyond as far as the active titles that they start, they're working on that have already produced seasons, um, I want to see if this goes beyond Food Wars, if we start seeing the other things that they're working on also only being on Crunchyroll, which personally, great move for Crunchyroll. Kind of bad move for the anime-watching community as a whole, I think, yeah. because it's just sort of cementing the <clears throat> idea that uh, if you want to be a real anime fan and watch all the anime, then you got to pay like $50 a month yep, between like anime is gone. fucking four different, five different streaming services just to watch what, stuff. Is that including or ex- uh, or excluding like Netflix and Hulu and all like the no, traditional yeah. streaming ones? Because Netflix got anime. Hulu, uh, Hulu. Amazon. Well, Hulu, I think, shares some stuff with Crunchyroll. I think so because I know I think Hulu does Verb, right? Crunchyroll does. Crunchyroll also has a partnership with HBO Max. I've yes. Seen oh yeah, they pop up there every now yeah. and then. That brought that was brought up today. Mm-hmm. I was re- in during the Crunchyroll thing. It was really weird. It's like, what the, what the fuck? Yeah, it's it's a weird partnership. But and, I mean, uh, and then even the new fighting game. This is not even anime related, but uh, I think the the MMA thing they they brought up or wrestling. They were like, we're trying to make this as realistic as possible. So when you bought the game. There's ads in your game. Yeah, yes, there is, and, and that's stupid. And the boys got brought up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, "What the fuck?" I saw Young uh, uh, put up a video of yeah. that where he was like, "This is a sixty dollars game, and two weeks after it launches, you're gonna throw ads into it," which uh, I think had previously been done with one of the NBA 2K games. I'm off on a tangent, though. There are way too many anime distributors that have exclusive rights to things. That's the reason why I'm saying that this whole thing is interesting to me because it does sort of make Crunchyroll more necessary, which obviously is their goal. They want that to happen. But it means that you're paying for, if you want to get everything, you're paying for Netflix, you're paying for Amazon, you're paying for Crunchyroll, you're paying for uh, Funimation. There's no one place you can look at like all anime. Not anymore. No. With anime, we're really getting to that point where unless you're paying the you know between like seven to ten dollars a month for each one of these things you're not going to watch it or you know you might be stealing from a friend borrowing rather but no one would do that it's against the terms of service no one would do that here ever we all individually pay no, for yeah. our own things i just saying. got i got country yeah. roll right before the we signed up for the expo last week yeah i paid for it and everything or at least i renewed it because mm-hmm. i won't watch anime because i read more mangas than anime 
but yeah, that was that was another interesting thing to me was that announcement because good for them, uh, not not great for us, I think. Beyond that, as far as like really big announcements, were there anything that was there anything that stuck out to you, Sal? Yeah, that one anime, the one the new one coming out, that Onyx Equinox. Yes, the uh, Crunchyroll original, right? It's yep. it's uh, based off of like Mesoamerican myths. Mesoamerican meaning like uh, I was about um, to say something else, but prior you mean to Mexico. Aztecs? Well, no, because it's Aztec. Mayans. There's Incan. There's Mayan. Is there? I only saw Aztec. It's, it's supposed to be like across the board all of the like native cultures that were in Mexico beforehand. I don't know if it includes more than just what was in Mexico, but from what I saw, it's like Mayan, Incan, yeah, I only saw Aztec. Aztec, that sort of thing. Interestingly enough, first voice I heard was Ego Raptor. That was a weird uh, uh, way to frame it for me because, like, I don't know. It's probably just because I've heard his voice so much. Immediately, I thought this isn't real. This mm-hmm. isn't a thing. The first thing that stuck out to me is that it looks like Avatar or Legend it looks of like it's emulating Avatar. Yeah. The difference being Onyx Equinox. I I can't I can't remember a shot from that trailer that had like a background to it. Everything was like solid colors and basic stuff. Yeah. Whereas like at least in Avatar, it was very like there was work that was put into those backgrounds. Not as much as you see in or maybe not in the same style as you see in like anime, but there's still work put into it. Onyx Equinox. It looked very storyboard like. Yeah. The the whole thing was just purple yeah i was also very off put by the fact that the main character is a dude but he clearly sounds like a woman because he's played by a woman but like he's supposed to be like a teenager he looks like he's out of that age range of like because like you excuse like the rugrats all being played by girls because you're like they're babies so it makes sense to have a girl play ash a, a dude yeah same with ash same with bart simpson yeah they're young enough that you're like yes I look at this dude. There's a there's a shot in the trailer where he's like running down the street with like this like big cat and he's got like pectoral muscles and yet he's still talking like a woman. And so it was just like weird. I know that I'm getting very caught up on this whole he sounds like a woman thing. Yeah. I promise it's not a sexist thing. It's just it's a it's an image and a sound that don't go together. It'd be like if you saw a bear in the woods and it roared and instead of sounding like a bear, it sounded like a fucking raccoon or something. You'd, you'd take a look at it and be like, did that, fuck? Raccoon, did that raccoon grow? Yeah, you'd be like, that doesn't make sense. What? I don't, I don't know, but I just know that. Yeah, that one's about Mexican people. It's about a uh, I, some of them about like the gods making a bet over some super important thingy. Uh, and so they have to find like a person who can save humans, like all of the humans from like certain death or whatever. And they're like, let's pick this kid. And that kid's like, I hate humans. They took everything from me. But it's like, aren't you a human? You're 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 upset because like your family died. Sure. But it seems really weird to go from I'm upset that my family died and not even family because he's got like three brothers that all look the same as him. Um it's not even like, oh, I killed your whole family. But, like, you go from, like, ah, I killed my family to, like, now I want literally everyone dead. So I'm not going to. That gonna... sounds like a typical Mexican to me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you piss off someone like that, they'll be like, I'm going to kill you and your whole family. Yeah, but it's not, like, going to be like, and I'm going to kill the mailman on the way out. <laughs> Probably, you don't know. And the women and the children, too. <laughs> 
But yeah, it looked interesting. I just thought it was interesting more for yeah. the fact that you don't really see that much for Aztec or no. That was like uh, that. that was the thing that made me interested in it because, like, again, art wise, I do have my gripes with it. It doesn't look like it's maybe up to the same quality as we would expect from literally like the other shows that are going to be alongside of it, not on the Crunchyroll original side, but on the Crunchyroll side. We're used to seeing these handled by studios that put a lot of like a lot of detail even into sort of like the most mundane stuff. The quality level between you going on there and watching literally anything else and watching Onyx Equinox, it it does give me that vibe a little bit more of like a YouTube show. Yeah, like Ruby. I think that was the yes, name of it. like Ruby. So I have my grabs with the well, art. Maybe it is because they got Ego Raptor. He's just a YouTuber. Yeah. The only other time I well, saw no, him this he's, year he's... was. Uh, for the Xbox event, they had him on there when they were going over to the Halo thing. Yeah. And it's like... No, but he's been on uh, like a bunch of uh, Nickelodeon shows. Has he? Has yeah. He? he was on Mighty Magiswords. He was on like two other shows. And then I want to say he did a thing with Cartoon Network. He's done like actual shows before. Really? As a recurring character, not even as like a one-off voice. Don't forget he voiced someone in Rick and Morty for like a single episode, I think. Yeah, but that's like a that's like a one-off episode. Like as far as a, a cast character, he's mm. he's done that before. So um, to me, it's just that thing of like I associate him with YouTube so much that like, again, when I heard him talk, it's the first thing that you hear in the character trailer is him talking. Immediately yeah, my brain was that, like, that this isn't a real show. That wasn't the trailer that I saw. The one that you showed me was... Different from the one that I saw on Saturday. I think they have a regular trailer and then a character trailer, and the character trailer is the one that I saw. But for other upcoming anime, that Dr. Robin? Yeah, I, that was today on Sunday. Yes, the mis- Mysterious Disease Specialist. Yeah, they did a little interview with the two main characters which i did not write their name no well yeah one of them is ramen ramune yeah and then the the other one is koru i believe that's his name but it was just really interesting to see them talk because that's mostly americans whenever you're talking to someone it's always like "Uh uh-huh yeah Mm." but them they were just they were talking and the other guy was just like "Mm -hmm." just I think this is a Japanese thing, though, right? Yeah, you, you don't... You don't mm. Right there. I just said, yeah, mm. like, agreeing with you, not... Instead of just going, mm. Yeah. Whereas, like, we usually say, mm, like, when we're thinking of something to say, yeah. that's, that's just an affirmative sound to them. <laughs> or, uh... <laughs> that, that's... So, that, I thought that was interesting, just yeah. seeing them talk to one another. But the show does sound interesting. Yeah, it does. It sounds... Uh, um, I was, again, with uh, something that the, the guy who voices Dr. Ramone... Uh, mentioned was he saw the cover of it and he assumed the character he was going to be playing was going to be like a little bit more like yeah stern and definitely when I heard the plot I immediately thought house this is probably going to be like house not me and I, I was like dude what would I do if I would cry mayo like what the fuck I just <laughs> open a subway <laughs> do you want it extra salty oh god but like no apparently he's supposed to be like a very goofy very positive character yeah, and I was like, okay character, I could while with that. his co-host uh, Kuru I, I'm gonna say that was his name is the more stern like yeah. has to keep him in check but that that was something that the voice actor did bring up he's like my character has to keep you more in check but I'm trying to have emotion when I t- when mm-hmm. our characters interact he's he was like I'm gonna be fine with everyone else but whenever you come up I'm gonna try to yeah. voice it so it's like, oh yeah, I can, I can only trust in you. Mm-hmm. So that that was pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I definitely think that like 
I like their I like their the vibe they had. Yeah. Was, like just as dudes, just as dudes talking. It was like I could listen to you guys talk for a little bit longer. It's totally cool. And that wasn't even the first time they worked together. They brought up that they, they have worked before, mm-hmm. but I didn't catch what anime they worked. Yeah, I don't remember which one was, but but they mentioned that they're they've they've known each other for a while. And then they talked about like how sort of the whole coronavirus thing was affecting voice actors in yeah. general over there. How like, oh, you know, there's less work, which obviously there'd be less work. But I guess they're not taking the whole like work from home thing as crazily as we are here because a lot of voice actors right now are recording in home studios whereas it seems like what they were saying was like oh well we basically just don't work as much like we still go into work in Mm -hmm. some places but when we're not working we just hang out at home yeah uh, both of them were like i've been working out yeah doing strength training yeah i thought it was weird music yeah i thought it was so weird he's like yeah i'm doing strength training like yeah, the been fuck, bro? Been, you... been lifting weights, getting swole. <laughs> yeah, like I'm used to that. But yeah, when he was saying like, yeah, I've been just doing some strength training. He's like, the fuck, bro? You a Pokemon or something? <laughs> <laughs> Got to make sure your IVs and your fucking all that shit's oh, maxed God. out. But that one was something I was interested in. The Nobles, I was going to check out. I did. But I think it, Very briefly. they only did like five minutes, right? They showed up. No. Off. Or was that the one that was only episode nine? No, no, no. Nobles, um... It was the way that they had their the that was a gripe that I had with Crunchyroll Expo as like the virtual Crunchyroll Expo as like a their schedule. Their schedule was like off mm-hmm. because um I watched the whole uh Dr. Ramone thing that we were talking about and it was like, Oh, this ends Yeah I forgot when. It was, it was like oh it ends be, the next hour fifteen, something like that. It was supposed to start at eleven third no, eleven forty five or eleven thirty, and it was supposed to end at twelve forty five. But it ended at twelve thirty because I was even like no, it ended it ended like it ended like a half hour earlier than it was supposed to. No, I think it ended at twelve thirty. Was it? it? It was supposed to no, go no, on no, until twelve forty five. I think I think so. Maybe. Yeah. But um, a few of them would end like earlier than the actual mm-hmm. time it said that it was going to end, and then it would just play sort of ads over and over again. Over and over again, I saw so many ads. It was it was annoying. No, the fucking noblest thing was not five minutes. It was longer. Was it? Um, yeah, I just saw, I didn't watch the whole thing, but it definitely lasted longer than five minutes. No, it was gonna show off the first five minutes. They were gonna, I think the panel was them talking, and then at the end, show five minutes of the episode. Oh, uh, okay. No, I didn't actually get to the point where they showed off. Yeah, because like, I was at I just the end. hopped in while they were talking. Um, and it sounds sort of interesting. Yeah, I didn't even check that but, uh, part um, out. Once I saw that it was only gonna go over. The first five minutes and then the other show that started they were gonna premiere episode nine i was just like all right well sunday was a bust yeah no noblest it seems like it's uh the vibe that i got from it is that it's like a fighting anime not really but like the the driving factor is uh you fight people and that gets you like like a title not like a not like a boxing title but like i don't want to say like royalty but like royalty um, where the amount of fights that you've won, you kind of rise up or whatever. And the reason why it's called Noblest is because it's like the highest, that is the name for like the the noble that's at like the highest rank. You're the best one. You're the noblest of them all. You yeah, are the highest funny. ranking member. Um, and so it just seems like dudes punching dudes. So you might be interested in it. So the main character went, goes from rags to bitches? Rags to bitches, bro. Straight. It's pretty great. Um, it it seems interesting. Again, I didn't actually catch the the anime yeah, part I didn't of it. Check it out at all. Um, 
but it, it it seems like it's got potential. That's not something that I'm immediately just going to like sort of, you know, be like, nah, I'm not interested. But uh, uh, you were saying that you did check out the cosplay thing. Yeah, definitely did. That shit lasted forever. They normally take a, a there while. There's 36 contestants. I think I only watched half. I think I started watching when contestant 14 started coming up. Mm-hmm. And I hate watching cosplays. I hate people. Now, I don't hate the people that cosplay. I hate the people who just do the bare bones you're talking about it's like what we we're talking about a while ago uh with cosplay there's generally two kinds of cosplayers there's makers and there's models yeah makers still model the things they build but the the core part of what they do is this is a character i like i'm gonna build that costume i'll wear it afterwards but i'm gonna build that costume but then you have the model cosplayers where it's like this is a character i like let me buy some shit off the internet because i want to take pictures as this character and so there's that difference between makers and models. And you're saying you don't like model cosplayers. No. You like maker cosplayers. Yeah. Okay. Like even if the person like makes a, you know, like sorry, an accessory or something. Yeah. Like a sorry excuse for a costume. But at least they're like, yeah, you know, I worked on it. I started from scratch. Like, I'm not going to hate on you for that. Even if you act cringy as fuck. Yeah. Like they they made something out of nothing. But uh, so, yeah, some of the people that I checked out, I don't even remember because I would watch and. Like I was recoiling. You're sort of in and out. That bad. <laughs> yeah, it's some of it. Well, just because I don't like it. I I was interested in something though, because that was something I did want to watch, but I was preoccupied. I didn't have the time at the time. Um, how did they do it? Normally, you know, obviously so, I've I've seen cosplay competitions before, but I've seen them in person, and the general thing is like from the audience, all you can see is that there's a stage. And to, like, one side of the stage, there's a fucking line of people in costume going outside of the thing. Mm-hmm. They call somebody up. They walk to the middle or they do a little skit sometimes. And then they walk off after the the judges, like, look at them a little bit closer or whatever. Um, and then they assign, like, a score or something like that. And then whoever wins the best yeah. wins. No, they but how didn't, do you do it virtually? They didn't score anyone right off the bat. So everyone got to submit a video of their cosplay and... Most of them did do the skit. There was this one person who did Leon from Pokemon Sword and Shield. And like this was one of those things that made me laugh because it looked like she made everything herself. Yeah. But the girl like was trying to do the anime thing. So she had like someone have a little string with the Pokeball. So you see her hand and you see the little Pokeball like magically go to her hand. And just like, why? Why are you doing this? To be fair, though. Like there was a that lot of people. That is something that if I saw it, the thing is, you were mentioning um, that like cringy anime shit like gets to you when people do that. That shit, I love that shit. No, yeah, and that's why like I knew that shit wasn't for me. But mm. there was another girl, the first girl that I started watching. I don't know who the heck she was supposed to be. Most of the people I don't know who they were supposed to be, but she was like dancing, you know, lip syncing to I'm guessing a scene in an anime. I don't know, but. So making a TikTok, basically. Pretty much. And it like the entire time I was just like, why am I doing this to myself? Why do I hate myself this much? I because really again, feel like that, this is... <laughs> that I just don't like that. I but really I, feel like this is one of those things where maybe I should have been the watch, the one yeah, to watch it and you were you, the one that should have been the one to... to uh, you should have. Back off. But, but again, no, I, I didn't have the time. But yeah, I checked it out. As much as I disliked it, it was still interesting to see some people. There was 36 contestants... And surprisingly, they actually had a big person there who was a judge for the cosplay. The Kuomi cosplay? Uh, Kamui cosplay is one there of the judges. She's a big one. Another big one is also Vampy Bit Me. Yeah, um, I, she was 
one of the main persons and yeah. she was like oh fucking blah 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 is coming up next I thought she was very okay the Mario guy just looked like Adrian Mario Bruno he looked like Adrian yeah if he had like the more facial hair like the Jon Snow facial hair what I will say I is tell of, if I'm being insulted or not not really <laughs> he just looks like a dude yeah. um, what I will say is out of all the judges the judges are Mario Bueno Vampy Bit Me Creature of Habit uh, GSTQ Fashions, Kamui Cosplay, and Rock M Sakura. I've I've really only ever heard of Kamui Cosplay and Vampy Bit Me. Yeah, I didn't know who any of these other people Vampy's were. Vampy's like been a cosplay for like a while. She's yeah pretty big. And then Kamui Cosplay got really big because she does like real intricate shit. Yeah, and she puts I, up videos on YouTube. Go fucking watch them if you're interested in cosplay. She I thought she down was French. Hardcore. No, she's... I thought she was like a straight up French person. No, she's... she's my uh, girlfriend showed um, me. Brittany showed me her. She's like, hey, look, she did a, a Monster Hunter thing. And that's the only ones that I had to watch. Yeah. I want to say she did two. I think, yeah, she did two. I think she did um, Karen and maybe Rathalos. Because she did she did uh, a monster. I forgot which one. And then I want to say she also did one of the handler costumes. Oh, yeah, she did do the handler but um, yeah, she was a judge, and she had her favorite. But before I get to her, my two favorites is a girl named Becky Taka, and the other one. Now I'll stick with her. She did a one piece. One, oh, of course, that would be your obviously. your favorite. Yeah. Which which one piece character? Surprisingly, she did Shiro Hoshi, and I know both you guys don't know who she is. She is the mermaid princess. Okay. No. From One Piece. Yeah. And this person actually had a working mermaid tail and she was under the water that's awesome so yeah she won extra points she won uh the judge creature of habit Mm -hmm. she was like that was my favorite one because it was a mermaid like straight up her cosplay itself was the rest of the cosplay was very meh but the fact that you know her dad functionality to it yeah so she was actually swimming around like a fucking mermaid yeah that's pretty cool So that, that one was pretty cool the second one that I liked, also a One Piece character. Oh, of course. And it's Bong. Her, the character she was going is Bong Clay, but the person's name is Swan Song. And Bong Clay is an Okama. And the reason. He's the one that looks like. Uh, um, not. You're not. It's not a Vonkoff. It's the one with the swans. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason both of them surprised me is one. Who the fuck's going to do the mermaid from One Piece? Like, sure, Hoshi. That was. I like the character. She reminds me so much of my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. That was really shocking to see her. But the fact that they, the other person did another One Piece character being Bon Clay, like a character who is liked, but not, you don't, we don't, we haven't seen him in like years. Yeah. Years, years, years. And he's an Okama, which is trans. Yeah, he's a trans dude. So the fact, the thing with him is his devil fruit lets him change his face to match anyone he touches. Mm-hmm. So he can look like a girl, look like a dude, whoever he wants. But the thing is, he has a close uh, friendship with Luffy, the main character. So it was just really surprising to see both. And the backstory that she gave also is surprising, too, for the fact that um, when she was doing her little skit. Yeah. She told the judges that Bon Clay was the reason she entered the competition because one of her family members died. She didn't say what, but while she was performing her little uh, dance as Bon Clay, I guess she got the recording for the dubbed version, and I'm guessing it was when Bon Clay and Luffy were going to separate. 
because it was just like a goodbye speech kind of. But I thought that was pretty cool. That and she won second place for the advanced division. So that's I, pretty cool. And I believe she also won a spot for next year's Crunchyroll as a judge. Ooh. Yeah. The com con. I can't even say Can't wait cosplay. Yeah. Her favorite was a girl named Ellie Albertson. And I took a picture and you can clearly tell why she chose this one. It just if you know the girl, the, the lady. Oh, is it like a super intricate costume? Here it is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because so, it's an intri- it's an intricate costume, but it's also not like a costume that's like, hey, look at my tits. Yeah. There's like, there, it's like a strong character. Yeah. So that was hers, which I agree. That one was pretty cool. I don't. It is cool. I don't know what it is though. Yeah, I don't know who it is either. The best in show. Like I'm, if somebody said, hey, here's my OC, I'd be like, all right, that's pretty cool. I wouldn't immediately be like, you're fucking plagiarizing something. Yeah, I guess she was the number one. She was the very first person that you see. The one that won... Oh, wait, open then. Yeah, the one that won the judges top, like this was by far, this is the one that they liked the most. Yeah. was a girl named Ying Feng. She's a beginner, and this is the one, I believe she won $2,000 and some other stuff. I think the judges said that they were going to give her a sewing kit. And that is a character from Golden Quimmy. It's not bad. Yeah. So that one was pretty cool. And the one that took first place out of the whole competition, if you guys go left or right, which one way? It's, uh, this is the one that won oh, the $5,000. This one? Uh, yeah. I have no clue who it is. I don't even know how to say the oh, damn uh, name. For context, the reason why we're, we're saying things like this one and go left and whatever, uh, he has the pictures on his phone. We're looking through his phone right now. Mm-hmm. Just in case you guys were... Uh, Wondering if you're missing some some context there. Yeah, she won. She won the whole thing. $5,000. All the contestants also got a Boxu box as well, just for, you know, participating. They actually got five grand for winning. Dude, I mean, I, I can kind of see why, right? Like, the stitching work on it looks really good. There's a good use of color. She clearly did props. So she did her makeup really well. Yeah, I have no clue the who she's supposed to be. accessories are good. I don't know who that is, but that's good work. Yeah, I don't know who she is either, but... That is what the cosplay were. She won five thousand. I believe the Young Fang won two thousand. And the only reason that I wrote down Kamui's was for the fact that she's like well known. And also, I am so in love with her. And she has Corgi's. She, uh, the person that won, she was like, "Yeah, this person is like my favorite." They, you know, zoomed in because they they were all in a Zoom meeting. Yeah. So that's how they were all talking talking to one another. But yeah, the girl was all excited. She's like, can I see your dog? And she's like, yeah, hold on. Let me <laughs> yeah, grab my dog. Dogs. Yeah, she, she pulled up the corgi. corgis. Yeah, so yeah, again, I thought she was French, but no, that was the cosplay thing. There was some other people that I hated. No, her name is Svetlana, so she wouldn't be French. I, I hated watching it, but yeah, well, I guess good thing that I did because you good did thing it. You did. Yeah, I didn't have the opportunity to. I would have loved to, but I, but that's I just because I just don't like cosplay stuff to yeah, me. Just that's not your thing. Whereas, like me. that is one hundred percent my thing, and it's not even like a pervy thing. Like anybody does like the maker kind of cosplay. I am fucking there. yeah. Like that's a, the reason why I'm super into camera cosplay. Like I'll I'll watch, like those ones I won't shit on, but the other people who just put on like the Spider Gwen fucking costume, yeah, and they're just naked underneath. Like no. That's a weird comment, though, because, like, you're basically saying those people that put on clothes and they're just naked underneath. I'm (laughs) naked underneath my clothes right now. That's not. Yeah, I think I am, too, last I checked. (laughs) So you guys guys are telling me I'm the only never nude? 
I guess. So what, were you just born with clothes like sewn onto your skin? <laughs> but the other thing that I brought up, and I think this is going to wrap up the Crunchyroll thing. The, the VCRX well. stuff. Yeah, it was a, not a new app, but an app that I was interested in called Mangamote, which we are not sponsored by. Not sponsored by, but if you guys want to, you know, slide in those DMs, we are on Twitter and Instagram and Tumblr. Or at least let me be a beta tester for the Android version. Or yeah, Android, because it's only iOS. Yeah. It's four ninety nine a month, but the thing is, is um, they were marketing that they're trying to get the small mangas. So they're like, there's some stuff that hasn't even left Japan that they're trying to get a hold of to bring over here. That's a good idea because the the obviously the big stuff's already going to be taken up yeah. by licensing companies who are going to be charging hella to get it on platform. So going after the smaller guys makes more sense. Yeah, heck yeah. I wrote down a bunch of mangas that I'm going to check out myself but the two that they brought up that they were insisting on bringing up I guess is two up and coming ones called Loving Yamada at level 999 it's a a manga about this girl has a boyfriend he's really into playing games so she's like fucking let me let me play games to spend time with my significant other turns out the dude ends up hooking up with some other girl on the game who plays the game so the girl's like well fuck you know got this to be with him but now he's doing some other girl so she ends up wait but he's not like actual real life cheating on her right no i guess no i I in the game it's like an emotional thing i I don't know he's got like a minecraft girlfriend and she's pissed (laughs) yeah i I don't know what the deal is i haven't even started this is the summary they gave us and um she ends up basically running into the strongest dude and the dude trying to show her how to play. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those comedy romance things. Yeah. And another one that they brought up was I fell in love, so I'm streaming it. it- Why does that sound like uh fuck? Oh, I wish I had the soundbite on my phone. I was going to play the Pornhub intro. I'll say this. You like pretend it. like you guys have never heard that shit. No, I have. Okay. I, I like how creative they get with these names. It's. It gives them a bit of charm. It's not even creative, though. Yeah. It's, it's like a lengthy like explanation of the thing. That's the charm I'm talking about. You know what you <laughs> Like <get>. how not <laughs> to pick up girls in a dungeon. So this one, going from what they were telling us, it, it makes sense now, and I can see why it's getting popular in Japan. It's pretty much fucking like offline TV or anything. It's a streamer house. Yeah. So it's a streamer house that apparently all these people are in. They don't want to let the other person know that they're streamers, so it's them trying to, air quote, live a regular life in front of these people, not knowing that the other person's also a streamer. But if it's a streamer house, then I don't how know. do they not know that they're streamers? I have no clue. That's this. Is, is it just like, oh, we went to college to put us in a dorm room together? Maybe, we maybe this is what... We're both streamers, but we don't want the embarrassment. This is what yeah, this is how they explained it to us. You know, they were going over it, and yeah, like the slice of life fucking comedy thing where the character is just trying to like the whole Pokemon thing. Yeah, clearly she has a boyfriend, but is she gonna point that out? You know, put yeah. that on blast? No, that's what this manga is. So Actually, uh, one of the funny things that I saw from uh, uh, Twitter was I guess the word boyfriend is banned in her chat. Yeah, there's a bunch of shit. I saw that too, but this is an anime podcast cruise. <laughs> It's related to what you were talking about. But yeah, that, that's why I can see that the appeal for this manga starting to pick up because streamers nowadays are getting big, you know? Yeah. I'd love to see them like do, uh, even if it's like quote unquote like cameos, like fake ones with actual streamers yeah. where like you just throw in like a 
like a Dr. Disrespect to knock off or something, or who knows, maybe one of these yeah, days funny they, cause they, they would... accidentally, or, you know, in the manga, they, they show off that they're streaming with, you know, like twitch.tv slash the dark victory. It'd be funny to see doc- if they did a Dr. Disrespect more for the fact that he would hell of fall online with that stereotype for an American. Oh the my super God. Aggressive he one. Would. That, that'd be funny. <laughs> That'd be great. Here's Professor Respectful. <laughs> oh, God. So the other two mangas, I wrote a bunch down, but these are the other ones I'm going to check out, is a reset game, which is Saw, or no, The Room. It's a manga about trying to escape a, one of those like escape, escape rooms. Room. Yeah, that, that's what it is. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's pretty interesting because the manga is written, so just like in the movie, the main characters have no clue what the fuck's going on. But we have context because it's like, oh, you dumb bitch. It's right underneath the doormat. Yeah. So it's one of those kind of, that's the style that they were going for. Another one called Changing Fates, which is an app, I believe they said, where you get the power of God and you can do whatever the fuck you want with them, what the power of God can do. But the thing is, while you keep doing that, you're changing your fate. Yeah. So it's just kind of one of those like, oh shit, I made it. So everyone who has black hair automatically has a big ass dick. Now, hey, now, just like that's all of us. Wait, now no. Adrian has brown hair. I have dark brown hair. It just uh, looks black because I have so much hair. Oh, okay, but but, that's still me. But th- that was another one. Is Dropkick my this Drop Dropkick on my Devil or something like that? It's one of those random like cutesy manga thing that I fucking hate. But I wrote down because this this chick summons like a devil. And he's like, all right, cool. I managed to do it. Now, how do I get rid of you? And the guy's like, well, it's on the second volume. But the thing is, she picked up the first volume at a random yard sale. So she's like, what the fuck? Now, what do I do with you? So it's just them trying to get rid of him. So she's being like a total dick to the guy. Yeah. Even though she summoned them. Weird. Yeah. Those, there were some other mangas, but I don't remember the summary they gave for them. But no, yeah, that, that seems like uh, something to check out. Uh, I definitely do want to pick that up yeah. when it comes out on android just to see what's on there they avoided my question they they answered some of mine because it was in the chat so i asked them like how often are you guys going to update because where i read my manga they typically update the same day when the fan the fan yeah. translation comes out because i joined the one piece discord so i get the little notifications like oh yeah. new chapter and then the other app that i use it's like an hour two hours later it's like boom it's up so they didn't want to answer that question, but they did answer the question of that it is going to come out on Android. They're working on it and they're trying to get the the up and coming mangas and they're going to be like, oh, you know, this is what's new. So I thought yeah. that was cool. Yeah, that is free ad there, guys. If you want to throw us one that's not free, we're totally down to do one. Let us in on that. Let us in on that uh, uh, Android uh, beta test. Yeah, you guys ever do we that. all use Android, right? Yeah, we all use Android. I mean, I've got an iPad as well, but like, you know, not to flex. I got it for free. Um. Watch out, mister. I get free <laughs> electronics. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it's because I'm privileged. But no, like Android would obviously be the thing, thing, thing that I would use because yeah. like it's my phone. Like it would, Oh, if I go take a dump, I'm not going to take like a, a iPad that's like a foot long <laughs> in with me. That's cumbersome. Watch that shit on my phone. Read that shit on my phone. So yeah, let us in on let us in on that Android beta, guys. But that, I'm totally that was, down for that. That was everything for the Crunchyroll that I checked out. So since that covered this year's digital, <laughs> yeah, VCRX Crunchyroll. We did go to Crunchyroll last year and anime. Well, yeah. we we went to Crunchyroll twice and then Fanimes. Well, actually, did he go to Crunchyroll with his first name? 
No, no, I think so. I think yeah. You did? Yeah, okay, you yeah. did. I was going to bring that uh, up Yeah, I didn't later. go last year? You, you did. No, yeah, no. I only went to Fanime. That That's was right. Yes. It was last year. Fanime. But anyways, I went. I thought it was cool. For me, Crunchyroll is a lot more informative than yeah. Funimation. Or not Funimation. Fanime. Fanime. Because when I went to Fanime last year, it was cool, but... Crunchyroll, there yeah. Was, there was, it was lacking. The actual, like, entertainment aspect of it was bigger than yeah. Crunchyroll, but the informative, like, industry shit wasn't... It wasn't as big. No, yeah. No, not at all. For for Fanime, it wasn't. But yeah, Fanime is definitely better to go if you want to just hang out with people who like anime or just anything animated because they had an Overwatch tournament. I joined up the Overwatch tournament. I met up with these random girls. I don't even remember our name, our team name. It was like something Siren, of course, because that's every girl's default thing is something Siren. That's like the mm-hmm. only thing badass, apparently. Not like Valkyrie. I think it's that, that thing of like, they're sexy, but they kill men. Yeah. So I was—I remember I was on their team for the Overwatch thing. And they're like, all right, what do you play? And I was just like, oh, you know, I can do support. I can be uh, a tank. And they're like, cool, we'll need a tank. And then we get to the thing and it's a computer. And it's like, bro, I'll never play on the computer. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so I was like, can I get a controller? And they're like, they looked at me like if I dropped the Holy Bible or something. <laughs> They were just, like, never mind. They can't play this game. Yeah, they they straight up looked at me like if I spit in their mouth or something. They're like, they were just looking like you at you like, like it. I, I thought this was a rich person tournament. Yeah, what's they, your kind doing here? Yeah, it was really it was really awkward to try to play Overwatch on the computer, and I can see why Farah can be kind of hard on the computer for the fact that you have to. For me, it was just like, what the fuck? Like, I got to keep myself in the air and still shoot. But when I was playing as Asher McCree, I was just dropping people left and right. I was like, yeah. oh, no wonder this is so easy. Literally point and click, just boom. That's dead. how computer works. It's point and click. Yeah, I just could not do the the far thing. Like, staying in the air to me was just like, why is this so hard? I can do this no problem on the controller. For me, un- unless I actually remap my controller playing far is way easier for me to play on pc than on xbox yeah and then i did also join the uh, skull girls tournament and got completely destroyed really the guy i was not even a warm-up i was just like the practice trash on the street yeah dude (laughs) this guy kicked my ass and he even was like shake my hand he's like good game and i'm just like shut the fuck up <laughs> like it's like it wasn't even a game i was yeah. hardly playing <laughs> i think i hit him like twice and that was it and i was just like all right that that was cool it was a cool two minute experience of tournament play so mm-hmm. fun to me or not god i don't know why i keep saying funny Fanime is definitely where you go to hang out because there was yeah. so much stuff you could buy. They had um, what's that squid thing called? Takayami? No, takoyaki. There we octopus. go. No, is it squid or octopus? I think it's octopus. I think or it's whatever octopus. it is. That place reeked like it. I hated it. Uh, I I was I was gonna wait to bring up to later, but I'm convinced the reason they reeked was only like ten percent because of the food. But that's a whole other point. Yeah. But uh, Crunchyroll was cool. I definitely did like Crunchyroll. It was definitely a lot stricter with like stuff that you can do. But the fact that I got to meet the voice actor, voice actress for One Piece at the My Hero All thing. One Piece? No, I think I think she was just uh, Ace and Luffy, something like that. Oh, okay. And I was deaf. I was hella gonna be that guy. And she's. I met her in her little booth, and she's like, "It'll be fifty dollars if you wanna." me to take a picture and sign it and i was like who the fuck are you and then she's like oh 
maybe you've heard one of these and then she showed me one piece and i was gonna be that fucking guy because she's like she had a picture of ace and luffy together and it was called like something brothers and i was gonna be like you're missing one i was gonna be that guy he's like where the fuck sabo in this picture there's three of them why is he not in there but i didn't want to be that guy so i just fucking walked away but yeah, I met her because she was, uh, I think she was the lead English? person. Yeah, English. Okay, so you wouldn't have cared in the first place. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know who she was. I just saw some lady sitting in the in the board and she had One Piece merch. So I went to go talk to her because she had the One Piece merch. That was the only reason I would have even came close to her. But oh, okay. she ended up being the lead for My Hero Academia. I think she plays, she's the voice actress for Momo. Okay. Yeah. So it was it was weird to see her because then we we when we for Yo Yorozu, right? Yeah. Okay. So when we actually met or when we me Brittany and Vince went to check out the, I know I think you guys were there too, right? For the My Hero Academia. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were complaining about it. Yeah. Fucking the whole time, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. This is chill. That's how I remember you went to the first Crunchyroll. Yeah. Yeah. I, I fucking hated it, but yeah, it was it was cool to see the voice actors, even though I fucking hate the English ones. Like yeah. the guy who played Bakugo or voices Bakugo, I just hated him so much. I like him. I like I like the he, energy he that just, he brings to that character. Yeah, he was yelling, and what which is that character's job is yeah. just to yell and like, cry. And it was just like, why? Why are you like this? <laughs> I mean, at least the rest of the audience was having a lot. Yeah, of fun. Everyone, oh yeah. No, the yeah, thing is, yeah. like, I, I, I get. I know why I hated yeah, it. I get where Cell's coming from because he he watches the sub so he's used to completely different voices for these people so when you you hear it and it's not the voice you're expecting it's kind of like i don't y'all sound weird it's like when you hear spongebob in spanish <laughs> it's just kind of grating and you're like what the hell is this but for a crunchy rule it was other than that it was cool i know you guys did the karaoke thing right yeah, actually we bailed a little bit after the karaoke thing started because yeah, i think um because i, I left home. I think you were you didn't do it. You were just like fuck this. I'm out because I think we saw you right before me and Brittany took off. Yeah, because uh, we were gonna go see my dad, which he never showed up. Yeah, S- straight up just bailed out. And I was like, you fucking asshole. I left Crunchyroll for this. Wait, that was Crunch. Yeah, yeah, that was Crunchyroll. I, I want to back to the karaoke thing. Only only reason that that part stuck with me because we got pretty late and the announcer person was all right. So we stopped playing this song, allowing this song on here years ago because it's oh. like everywhere. So here's this random fella singing "Forever." Is it "Forever Love" or "Forever Dream"? I already forgot. Uh, "Forever Dream." I don't remember. But it took so goddamn which, long. Which is exactly why they um, banned it from karaoke session songs like super slow pace. It's like twelve minutes long. I think yeah. we left like at the four minute mark or something. What the fuck? Yeah. Is Dude, Metallica get, song? Dude was getting super into it. Dude. Yeah, no, dude no. had the energy for it, but like, I had to go home because my wife was like, where the fuck are you? So I went home and I I don't regret that because that song is long. Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose it's always the option of like walking out of the room, but it was like nine. So nothing else was open. The, the main floor was closed. There weren't any panels. It was basically that or we hang out in the little room Wait. to chill. Which I thought that was so weird about going to a convention. That was the first time I ever went to either convention. Yeah. Just the fact that people were just sitting there on the ground just really weird like, to me. Where, yeah, like, why did like, you come here then? Yeah, it's just like, it's like seeing a homeless person indoors. So it's like the, the, like is a comparison of a rat to a mouse. Where a rat's outside and a mouse is inside your house. It's like, why is there a rat in my house? 
You know people have had rats inside their houses too, right? Yeah, but rats are outside. Yeah, but like once a mouse goes outside, then it's a rat. Yeah, but a rat like can't go inside. A rat comes inside, and then it's a mouse. Exactly. Just how you can wake up dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how all rats are dudes, but mice are women. Except for uh, uh, Jerry from Tom and Jerry. He's the only dude mouse. He sired all of the other uh, mice. Is, is that I what John you. Steinbeck is about? Isn't it called like Mice of Men? Yeah. <laughs> it's just about how all mice are women, except for there was the one mouse. Damn. named Lenny and he just banged all of the women mice and now there's more mice he's like the Genghis Khan of rodents I guess but anyways yeah I thought that was so weird just to see people just hanging out on the hallways like if you had a fucking outlet that was prime real estate you could hella trade fucking some crackers and shit to get yeah. some spot like Bro, I'll give you five dollars. Just let me charge my phone for five minutes. Yep, kind of thing. So I thought that was really weird. Yeah, because it has its own weird little like economy going on. Yeah, and but Crunchyroll, the thing that I disliked about it is there isn't that much shit to buy. Like the shit that they had there, stuff, not shit, was really expensive. Like a lot yeah. of their figures were like the high end figures. Mm-hmm. There were some people like I think some of the cheapest figures were like thirty bucks, and it's like, bro, I'm not gonna spend thirty bucks on a figure. Yeah, like all my figures. I don't think I've. I don't think I've bought any of my figures. No, I think you want one. I think Vince has literally given me almost all my figures. Mm-hmm. One of my roommates gave me another figure from round one, and, and then, then you yeah, won I won one, one in round one. Yeah, but all my other ones, Vince has spent money mm-hmm. on. I have not bought in a single figure to this day, and I just remember also from Country Roll. I was there with my girlfriend, and I was like, I'm gonna go buy hot dog. And she's oh, like, that was, I thought that was Fanime. Was it Fanime? Was I want to say that was Fanime. You was were with Fanime. me. That was definitely Fanime. It was Fanime. That shit was funny You're as fuck. 40 bucks of hot dogs. I remember yeah. it was yeah. Fanime because um, Fanime was, it was before uh, the time that Vince stayed in the hotel with us. Mm-hmm. Vince stays with his own friends at Fanime. Fucker has more than us. He has more than us. He, he stays with other friends ring. at Fanime, but at Crunchyroll, he stays with us. Yeah. And so... Yeah, it was at Fanime because he wasn't staying with us that time. Yeah, because I, I remember you were there, Adrian. Grunge roll? No, Fanime. And I was like, you want a hot dog? And you're like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll get one. I bought everyone a hot dog, and I kept eating them. So right right before we took off, I was like, hey, Brittany, can you buy me a hot dog since I've bought you everything else? And she's like, yeah, no problem. She pays. I think it was like five bucks or something. And she's like, you're never getting a hot dog again. And I was like, Sure. It was fine when I was paying, but now that you paid this one time. <laughs> I mean, you did spend like $40 on hot dogs. Yeah, fuck yeah, but they're uh, good. Dude, that lady gave me a torta, too. This lady was trying to sell tortas out of a, like a little ice cooler. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I'm selling them. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm still hungry. I just ate five wieners. Still want more. <laughs> I was like, five wieners is not enough oh, to fill God. me up. So I was like, how much for a torta? And she was like, oh, it was going to be $8. And I was like, fuck it. I'll spend $8 on a torta instead of some wieners. So she was only taking cash. And I was like, bro, I'm an American. I don't, I don't carry cash. I got car. And she's like, fuck. And I left my car to eat at home. And I was like, okay, well, are you going to be here tomorrow? And she's like, yeah, I'll be here tomorrow. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll come find you and buy one tomorrow. But she's like, no, no, no. Here, take the torta anyways. Just so you know, my shit's good. And I was like, fuck it. Free torta. Yeah. You didn't go buy another one, though, did you? No, I couldn't find her. I actually okay. looked for her. Oh, okay. At least you tried to do the thing. And I couldn't find her. Some of the other things that I thought was pretty cool. I saw a fucking ODST. Yeah. 
that was pretty cool. Yeah, dude, some of the cosplay gets wild, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the guy who was a fucking Autobot and he couldn't go inside because he was too bulky. Yeah, he was dressed as Bumblebee. Yeah. He couldn't get into a front door, so he just hung out like... In the front. Yeah. Well, there were a lot of... I used to go to Comic-Con and uh, that that's pretty common. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are just hanging out in the front. That was pretty much my experience for conventions. Oh, dude. Uh, Mr. Bitch is here. Adrian and I. Uh, we have this unique ability to find huge, security flaws. Huge security flaws. That's what I was going to bring up about the first Crunchyroll. Um, after the whole karaoke thing, we're like, all right, let's get out of here. For some reason, we decided not to take one of the exits. Keep in mind, to get into Crunchyroll, you have to like go through like a metal detector. Yeah, and I think and- you even get padded by security, or am I remembering that wrong? No, no, no. no uh, you get you get the little wand thing. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, where that's they they do a little thingy. But the convention center is basically flanked by hotels that are attached to it. So you can move freely between the hotel and the convention center. As we're leaving the convention center, we decide instead of going out of the main exit doors or the back exit doors, gonna, both of which are marked. We we're going to take a different set of stairs. Yeah. But when we got there, we, they, we saw that they were closed. So we saw an elevator. We thought, oh, we could just take the elevator to the floor below and just walk out. All right, cool. So we take the elevator and we end up in the parking garage. And yeah. We, and we're thinking, like, what the fuck? So we walk a little bit. And we go out like one of, I think it was like a service exit or something. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking the whole time walking to the car, like, dude, someone totally could have just snuck in through that elevator yeah. and gotten inside the convention. That exact path done the opposite way, which there was nothing in the way at any point. To stop you from doing that, if you knew that exact path to get up there, it, it didn't matter if it was 9 a.m. or 9 p.m., you were getting in. Like, mm-hmm. th- there wasn't anything that was going to stop you. So, yeah, like, if, if you would have just done the exact opposite thing, you would have wound up in there for free. And that was pretty weird. What was even weirder, though, was uh, it happened again the next oh year. My God. Like, at, not even we were, like, leaving the convention. It no, was when we got the there. fucking start of it. We get there, we park in the goddamn parking garage. Same convention center, by the way. The, both conventions take place in the yeah, same Fanime place. Yeah, and control, same place. So we're in the parking garage, and we've, we've, we're not on the first level of it. We're under. It, the, the parking garage goes down, and we couldn't remember what level we were on. And looking around, we didn't really have a good indication as to like how to get out from there. Yeah, all of the cars and the freaking concrete just kind of blended into each other yeah and And it was also like at the perfect time for the cars that were like coming down there were also some that were going the opposite direction so it it confused us as to like ah shit what direction is the right one which one is going to lead us further into confusion and which one is actually going to lead us out but luckily looking around uh i saw on the side uh, from where we parked, this big door had an exit sign above it. And so I'm like, hey, Adrian, exit sign means exit. Let's go. And I think, Oh, is that what exit means? Yes. I thought I meant enter. No, it means exit, bro. God damn, I've been doing things wrong to get it, totally get educated. So, yeah. <laughs> so, once I almost called you Sal. So, when Cruz points out the door, I think, all right, cool. So, we're not going to get lost here anymore. So we open the door and we just see the sketchiest looking hallway. So it's, it's super damn. dark. There's like a single light bulb in the middle of it illuminating so much rust. A tiny bit. And it the light just kind of showed off a little puddle that was there. How the water got in there, I have no idea. I mean, there were but, pipes, so I'd have to imagine there's a water leak at yeah, some well, point, but it, there was so much rust over everything. I'm just looking at it like, holy crap, I'm expecting Jason fucking Voorhees to round that corner and chase after us. Yeah, and- I, I distinctly remember you Adrian's- walk at you menacingly? 
I distinctly remember Adrian seeing that and then saying, are we allowed through there? And me being <laughs> me was like, it says exit. And then walked through. The second source of light was another exit sign. So yeah. he's like, all right, let's go. And then I'm like, like, there's an exit there. It's clearly right there. Fuck it. Okay. So we go and we find some stairs taking. So we got to further descend yeah. down. We're already like a level down. And so by the way, they're like graded stairs too. So you can see through them under. Because there's like a lot of pipes and stuff around. It literally felt like we were walking through like a Resident Evil level. Because the way that that hallway was, or those hallways were constructed too, was there was always an around the corner. There was never a straight line to the end of whatever it was. It was always, if we round this corner, there'll be an exit. And uh, what we didn't realize was every time we passed through a door, they'd lock. They'd lock. <laughs> and as soon as we got through the last door, it's more stairs. I think to myself, oh, oh, great. But then I take a look and it's all flat and there's some doors. And I'm thinking, did we just find like some secret lab or, or whatever? Um, it immediately clicked into me. Oh, we're probably in the service tunnels, yeah. like either underneath the city or of the convention center. And as soon as me and crew see that, we think, oh, shit, I don't think we should be here. Let's go. Yeah. That's how we discovered the doors were locked. Yeah. We literally turn around, pull the door handle, doesn't budge. And then immediately Adrian's like, oh, no, call Vince. Call Vince. See if somehow he can get us out of this. <laughs> That's the epiphany I had earlier. My idea was to, was to call him and be like, Vince, Cruz got us stuck. Like, Help can us. you get <laughs> us out? As if every door isn't going to lock behind him too. And we're just going to trap him down there with us. I vaguely remember we were planning to like walk him back somehow walk them through how we got lost yeah it's like if we could do that then we wouldn't be lost we started searching more of like this tunnel and we see some people going out of the doors but they don't pay us any mind so i think hey whatever me and cruz look up to some stairs leading up and we see doors and we're like huh all right that could work as an exit yeah because there was a trash can outside of one of them and the door was like slightly open so i figured like okay janitor we can just pop the door open and be like hey guys can you help us out we don't know where the fuck we are and then we go up and we open the door and it's just the convention floor completely empty people still getting ready yeah people are still setting shit up by the way when i say convention floor i mean the exhibitors hall where they sell everything we're somehow in there people are setting up all their stalls it's still like a half hour before the convention starts and we only looked for like a couple seconds before it clicked to us what where we were so we shut the door and yeah. we talked about it again we closed the door and we were like uh what do we do and then we turn around and there's a flight of uh doors that all have exit signs above them and so we go over to them because we're like okay cool exit these all look like official doors but next to the door actually on the doors it says if you use the door an alarm will sound there emergency exits that's what we'd been following were emergency exit signs the the whole time time. and And so we have a conversation we and we realize this is our way out this could be our way out of here but if we open that door and an alarm goes off they might evacuate the the building it might be a big deal shut it down so we're freaking out so we come up with a new idea. You know what? Let's just go up the stairs. Yeah, find let's just... Some of the uh, people there and be like, hey, we got lost. We ended up in here. We still don't have our tickets. So can you guys like let us leave so we could rebuy our tickets? So we go up, yeah, open just the like... door. It's locked. <laughs> uh-huh. The plan was to just go up there, be like, hey, guys, accidente. Let us out. Locked door. Fuck. 
We don't know what to do. And so Adrian looks around the room. He sees cameras. He has the bright idea. I'm going to walk over to the center of this room and wave into the cameras. And hopefully someone will see us. And so he goes and he does that for a good like five minutes. And then eventually this dude walks out of like another door that's in there in the, in the room that we're in. He's motorcycle jacket on, got a motorcycle helmet in his hand. Clearly an employee getting off work. More than likely security. Yeah. Working night shift. Um, walks out, looks at us like we're an annoyance, which I can understand given that he probably didn't expect to run into anybody. And he's probably thinking, shit, did my day just get longer? But we explained to him like, uh, we followed some exit signs. We ended up here. We don't know where the fuck we are. And then he's just like, go through the, go through the emergency exit. It's fine. It'll be fine. It'll, it'll be chill. And so we're just like, all right, cool. And then we walk out. Real dramatic, like we open the door. Yeah, because no it's like alarm. dark in the room that we're in. We open the door, bright sunlight floods in. It feels like the end of like a prison movie. It's it's just like I don't recall why, but you ran away from there too. Uh we were both nervous that somebody would see us. And oh, so we were like, ah, yeah. let's Assassin's Creed blend into a crowd and try not to look like the assholes that came out of the security exit. In total, we spend about 40 minutes trapped underground. Yeah, and then it turns out when we get out, Vince is still in the fucking shower. So he wouldn't have been like, even if somehow there was a way for him to get out, no way he would have even he would have even heard from us. We would have been trapped down there for a full hour until he got. So we just hung out in front of the convention center, looking at cosplays and talking about shit until he eventually showed up. Uh, and then it was cool from there. Ate some food, bought some stuff. I, I hope to God there's a convention season next year. Because like I'm I'm sure Adrian here has has heard me knows my pain, but every time uh like when Fanime came around and then this last weekend when Crunchyroll would have come around, I constantly made statements being like, Man, we would have been getting ready for it right now. Man, we would have been there right now, would have been having fun. Like I miss conventions have been such a huge part of my life that like this whole year there are people going through far worse than i have but like i i feel the pain of not having a convention around it sucks even like even if we had like the one that we have in town the Mm, salinas Salinas valley convention like the salinas valley comic-con rather i'd still be down for that like i know it's i know it's just like a college thing but like fun yeah, but like at least it's something to do. Go see people that are into the same stuff. Look at you know some some comic books and whatever, some craft stuff. The last time I went, I checked out the Salinas Underground thing. The dude was just not a bro, or just like <laughs> hooked me up with some beer, and he's like, "Bro, you're like not even 12. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> dude! Oh, I just miss I just miss conventions, and those were some great convention experiences good times yeah i genuinely enjoyed those yeah uh i i will say the second time around crunchyroll definitely started getting oh yeah no, that shit was know. popping yeah they definitely it still wasn't as big as fandom like we i feel like we definitely saw everything yeah minus the panels of course all like in day the one first day mm-hmm. but they definitely had it more organized and had bigger things going around yeah jake went to that one with us that was yeah. sal wasn't there but jake was yeah, there i wasn't um, there we, we we got a hotel. We all roomed together. Me, uh, Adrian here, Jake, Vince, uh, watched some uh, pop star Never Stop Stopping. That was an- pop. I thought it was popping. N- no, it was Never, oh, yeah, never Stop was... Never Stopping is what it was called. Got, you know, a little bit tipsy off some plum wine. That was pretty cool. Well, you didn't because you didn't drink. And but me, Vince, the, and Jacob drank. That was the year that you were cuddling with Vince, wasn't it? 
No, uh, I was. Oh wait, you know, yeah, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Bitches here was oh with Vince. Mr. Bitches with Vince. Yeah, I was hanging out with Jacob because that's my cousin, and it'd be yeah. weird. You guys like for anybody else, Alabama, I think. But we're gonna break some rules. Because, like, the thing is, like, you know, you grow up with your cousins. You're used to, like, all right, something out of bunk with them. It'd be weird if I was like, Jacob, you stay, nice with, you stay with Adrian. I'll sleep with Vince tonight. I never grew up with cousins. It was always just me, my sister, and my brother. Oh, that sucks. I yeah, grew up with, I like, have uh, the luxury way, of having family way too around. many cousins to count. Must be nice. I didn't realize this was turning into <laughs> Sal's <laughs> therapy time. Yeah, Sal, it's really <laughs> nice. <laughs> I did. Do you remember what convention we went to that we bought that shitty fucking game? That was, that the, was the first, first one. Crunchy that was the first Crunchyroll crunchy crunchy Scurvy Dogs. The fucking Forty dollar game that didn't have all of its. Uh, scurvy. I thought it was called Salty Dogs. It was Scurvy, scurvy dogs. dogs. It was a forty dollar game that didn't even have all the rules finalized. Nope. I still had fun with it, but I actually I had to write it. rules for that. Yeah, game. Yeah, because the I think the guy mentioned, oh yeah, I made this game. The rules are updated, but like they weren't finished. And when no, you know, they were done. Website like there was a lot of conflicting info. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I there even... were even cards that didn't have a use in the game rules, so I had to write reasons for them to be there. I even it, tweeted th- at the guy mm-hmm. and called them something. I called them a bad word. You called you, yeah, uh, yeah. I remember because I told you not to. We yeah. all yeah. were yelling at you at the dinner table to not Don't do, it. do that, and then you were like. Fuck I bitches. did it, <laughs> and then he tweeted back to me. <laughs> that All wasn't rude very too. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "That wasn't very nice." Blah blah blah. Here's the rules a link. Are updated. Yeah, here's a link to it. They to were... the rules that weren't updated or finished. Yep. To the game that I sold you for forty dollars. I gotta say, I'm kind of glad that dude wasn't at Vanime just because Sal would have started I, some I, shit. Yeah, I yeah, did not want to see him start. Like, Sal would have hardcore started some shit, and that would have okay. been weird. Hello, throwing up some gang signs for Selena. Oh my god! Oh god! <laughs> you know where I am or where I come from, foo? Oh no! You can't threaten a dude, <laughs> an an indie board game maker. <laughs> what what does that make you look like? I'm just picturing that scene from the Boondocks. Hey man, you you know what? I don't gotta do this. I'm white, and he's just gonna like walk <laughs> off. Uh, those are experiences, though. Yeah. Those are good. I don't remember if this was Crunchyroll anime, but over here in the California area, San Jose area, there's a dude touching girls. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they got the dude's info, but somehow he still gets he in. He keeps getting in. Yeah, because yep. I remember when I went to anime with you for the second day, they yeah. stepped up security at the... Um, they had security the near the restrooms. Yeah. the dude like, struck three times the day before. Mm-hmm. And they had his Facebook. They posted it. They, they posted everything. And yet, yeah, the guy was still walking around. You figure they'd at least, like, you know, print out some pictures of him, put them at, like, the the metal detectors so that way all the security yeah. guards can be like, oh, it's... Because, like, even if you go in costume, you have to take that yeah, shit yeah, off to go through. You show your face and everything, yeah. So you just put those up and the security guard, like, sees, hey, you look like that, get the fuck out. Yeah, that that because it wasn't even just at the convention. Because I remember... One of Britney's friends told us about it, and then I told you guys about it because mm-hmm. then we looked it up on Facebook or Twitter or something. Oh, we looked it up somewhere, there. and yeah, the, the his picture was there. And he's like, "Hey, you see this fucker? He's a molester." Yeah, I almost forgot. Uh, Crunchyroll wasn't there like a ga- the previous one we went to wasn't there oh, uh, like a God. huge gas leak at one of the hotels and one killed, of the like, hotels we were gonna oh, get. Yeah. I remember because that was the room that was the room that I was looking at when uh, the first time that I went to Crunchyroll, we didn't end up getting a hotel, but the plan was to get one. I just wound up not having the money for it at the time. 
So we didn't. But the hotel that we were looking into was the hotel that was right next to the convention. Or one of the hotels that was right next to the Hamilton? convention. Hamilton? I don't remember what it was. But then I remember after that convention was over. When we were on our, like, walk into your car to yeah, like, go home, we saw an ambulance a, drive by. A bunch of, like, emergency vehicles were present at the thing. And obviously we were like, well, I wonder what that's about. I go home, look it up immediately, and it turns out that there was, like, a toxic gas leak on a floor I think it like killed somebody. What the fuck? I don't remember it, this at all. I, I know it affected like at least three different rooms. Yeah, yeah. where they had to pull everybody part. out. It, People had were sent to the hospital. It definitely it killed deal. one person. That yeah, I remember. Uh, it was a big deal, and so I remember looking at that and being like, "Oh shit, maybe it was a good thing I didn't have the money because maybe I'd be in the hospital right now." And then the next year, we went ahead and we got a hotel that was slightly further. And then Corona happened. Uh yeah, and then it <laughs> ruined this year. whole thing for all of yeah. us. On the more lighthearted note, I think the funniest cosplay I saw in this crowd full of people cosplaying as various characters, I saw someone in a business suit, and I think <laughs> that that business guy is probably here from like another city and is just kind of weirded out about like the con that's going on around him. Mm-hmm. Then I saw him turn around, I saw the barcodes on the back of his head, and I realized, <laughs> oh, this is another, Agent 47, another that's cosplayer. All. You know what? I can now see how 47 in the games can do yeah. what he does. So bravo to that guy. I think as far as that goes, uh, we're pretty much done with the episode now. Mm-hmm. Talked about VCRX, everything that came with that. Talked about conventions as a whole and how we miss them and how I'm probably going to cry next year if nothing uh, opens. Uh, so, will you, uh, will you cry more if we like just do like our own min- mini convention at your apartment? <laughs> I think that'd be a little sad. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, if late May we don't get a, a, a fan of May, then uh, uh, go ahead and send some condolences to me because I'll be weeping into my pillows at home. I'll take I'll take days off of work for that. I promise I will. Until you know, next time I've been Cruz, I my co-host Sal, and then our guest, me, Mr. Bitches. Mr. Bitches himself, Adrian. Thanks for listening.